0: everybody back to the plugged in podcast i'm your host d macon and here today we have a local or no 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 not a local a national celebrity (laughs) a local superstar and only local because he's from here but he's stuck around these parts we got mr connor daily in the building ladies and gentlemen thank you thank you so
1: much i am a local for sure this is my hometown so i love indiana
0: and man most of the time when people make it big like you have they usually move out to la or new york <laughs> or, or somewhere so my first question is, you know before you even get into like the details like what made you stick around indianapolis man
1: well, I mean, honestly, the Indy 500, I mean, it's, mm-hmm. you know, it's our biggest race. It's our Super Bowl. It's our, um, it's our everything. And honestly, most IndyCar teams are based here as well. So it's it's always good to be, um, you know, near the, near the race shop, near the guys, uh, near your engineers, because those are the guys that you got to work with every weekend. And you guys got to try and, you know, get the most out of the race car every weekend. And. Um, you know, I, am at the shop every week, so it's not really like a day job, but like you go in there, talk to the guys, see what we're doing next. Um, try to sort of prepare for whatever, uh, you know, whatever we have next, you know, we're on track next week, next Tuesday and Wednesday in Austin, Texas. So, um, a lot of prep this week. Um, so yeah, I, I, I love indie. My family's here. Um, you know, my sports here, so... Um, you know, and, and, and like the cost of living is good and the The city's growing, everything's, you know, I mean, LA is awesome. I do love LA. Like Mm I, like I love when we race in long beach, but, um, I think for right now in life, you know, Indiana works perfectly.
0: I just relocated back out from LA, back out here to Indiana. And, um, man, I can agree like the cost of living, having your family here, all of that stuff is, is great and we kind of just jumped into it because first of all this man doesn't even need an introduction you know if you know anything about what's going on in indianapolis and then um race car driving then you know the name connor daly um but for those of you that do not know connor can you tell the people a little bit about yourself what you do and why you are the youngest to do it at the highest (laughs) level here in the city
1: no thanks i mean yeah i I, you know i grew up in noblesville indiana i went to heritage high school um and and yeah i mean my my story is i started racing when i was 10 Mm -hmm. and in go-karts in whiteland indiana and newcastle indiana Uh, my dad was a race car driver as well um and yeah my family's been uh been, been working at the track for forever my stepdad's the president of this track um, and and yeah, so I'm you know driving an Indy car this year for Ed Carpenter Racing in the number twenty uh, for for all the road and street courses and the Indianapolis 500 as well, obviously. Um, and yeah, been this will be my fourth, uh, this will be my seventh Indy 500, and like Damn. my I've my first Indy car race was in 2013. So it's been an off and on, it's been a wild ride of a career, but. Uh, but yes, this will be my seventh Indy 500, and um, yeah, just ready to ready
0: to get after it. So your seventh Indy 500. How old are you though, bro? I'm 28. 28. So he's been racing in Indy 500 since you were like 21, 20 years old. Yeah, yeah. It's, it was crazy. I mean, as a 21 year old to go to the Indy 500
1: for the first time, you uh, know, I mean, it was my dream, obviously. And mm. it was pretty wild. Um, but it's been uh, it's been fun every year. There's nothing like it every year. It's the greatest event in the world. It's the biggest
0: event in the world. Um, and thankfully we have it right here in Indianapolis. Man, that's so dope, that's so dope. So even getting into racing, of course everybody that knows about Indianapolis and the Indy 500 that this is a big racing city, but uh, how was your childhood and growing up? Like, did your parents kind of guide you or push you into racing with the careers that they had or was this something that you just knew? That you wanted to do.
1: Well, my dad really never wanted to push me into anything. He wanted to make sure that I was the one leading the, you know, leading the ship and, and, and leading the show uh, down the road. And 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 thankfully, you know, I, I appreciate that because he wanted to make sure I was committed. If you're going to be a professional athlete, no matter what mm-hmm. you're doing, you have to be committed. You have to be willing to give up a lot. Um, you know, you have to be willing to make a lot of sacrifices, and, um, and and that's you know that's what that's what we did as a family. That's what I did, um, and, and thankfully, you know, thankfully it worked out. Uh, it's it's very hard. I mean, there's seven, there's seven billion people in the world, and there's only 33 people that get to start the Indy 500 every year. So it's it's a very small group of people, and um, you know, it's a very lucky to be a part of that, and um, you know, hopefully for, for many more to come as well.
0: No, I can definitely see you being around for many more. And you also mentioned the team a little bit earlier that you're racing with, but um what team are you on? And I mean, I you're probably the captain or whatever by now. Right? You got some you got some years under your belt even though you're still one of the youngest racers.
1: It's funny because my teammate's actually 19, which is wild, and he's one of the youngest guys. Oh the man, he's a, I, a, okay. I feel like I'm I'm still young, hopefully I am. Yeah, you're young. Um, But yeah, Ed Carpenter Racing, Ed Carpenter's our boss. I mean, he's an Indiana guy as well, he went to Butler. So um, very, uh, you know, very heavily tied to Indiana, this team is, and it's it's, it's a great group of people. Um, The US Air Force is our sponsor, which is an incredible partner to have there. They do an incredible job and they're a great group to represent. Mm -hmm. Um, Our car, you know, is one of the most incredible looking cars on the grid, without a doubt. Looks like a fighter jet, Uh, looks super aggressive. Uh, I just saw it for the first time today, all put together. So it looks looks pretty cool. That's dope. Um, Monday we get to reveal it all to everyone, which is really cool. Um, so yeah, it's a, it's a great sponsor, great team, uh, two car team, and then three cars at the D five hundred because obviously Ed Ed races with us as well at Indy. Um, so yeah, it's 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 one of those situations where um, I didn't really think I would. You know, I didn't, didn't really know how my career would play out, obviously, but uh, would, would hope to have driven for Ed at some point because he's very co- connected to Indiana, and, and I'm technically the only driver in the field who was actually born in Indiana.
0: Right. So, you know, that's a, that's a, that's a fact for everybody to take note of. He's actually born and raised here and doing the, you know the city's biggest sport on the highest level. You talked. You you hit on something that was very very interesting. You talked qu- quickly about sacrifice, and to be an indie race car driver, um, NASCAR driver, I know that it takes a lot of sacrifice. So, what are some of the things that you felt like, or some of the sacrifices that you felt like you have to make over the last uh, couple of years as you became a professional to get to where you are?
1: Yeah, well, I think uh, there's a there's a lot that people don't know about racing um, because it's. You know we know that it takes place we know that the indy 500 is there and we know that it's you know it's cars going around right but there's a lot more that goes into it because there's so few slots available at the highest level you know mm-hmm. what I mean? there's you know in nascar there's you know 40 drivers in, in indycar there's only 24 full-time drivers and then 33 at the indy 500 so um you know it's a pretty pretty small group of people and and you're fighting against kids all the way through you know the the lower levels of racing you know whether it's Um, you know if you're if you're gonna play football right you're usually gonna play in middle school you're gonna play four years of high school you can play four years of college and then you know then you make it to the pros and it's the same thing in racing there's there's high school level type You know cars you know when i was 15 i got into a car for the first time and then you know graduated to the next level you know win a championship you get a scholarship to go to the next level so it was sort of it's it's sort of similar Mm -hmm. um but i you know i missed 70 days a year in high school i mean i was i was gone all the time because there's you know there's racing in indiana yes but realistically you know to be the best you got to go around the country and around the world to then to try and be Um, you know, the best driver you can be. So, you know, when I graduated high school, all my friends went to college. I moved to England by myself uh, for four years to to race and try and pursue Formula One. So I was, you know, living by myself in in the UK um, for three years and then Italy for the last year um and all of this was you know while i was seeing everyone at home you know partying having a great time you know frat house whatever it is um you know i didn't do any of that you know i I didn't take a sip alcohol until i was 21. i mean i was like fully (laughs) in on on the dedication program and um you know i'm thankful for that obviously missed out on a lot for sure but it but it was all worth it because you know now we get to compete at the highest level and um you know there consistently which is which is really cool um but yeah there's a lot that you that you have to just just think about before you do it, and there's a lot that you have to miss out on if you want to be a dedicated athlete. I mean, you could probably ask any athlete at the top of their sport, you know, they've they've had to miss out on a lot, I'm sure, in mm-hmm. life. Um, but they get to, you know, make money doing what they love.
0: Right. And, and, and it tends to pay once you bring it full circle. I think yeah. I think it's paying you handsomely now, uh, you know. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> so um, one thing that I definitely wanted to ask you was. All right, you've made those sacrifices and things have kind of come full circle for you now and you, you chose to stick around home. So, man, how crazy are your DMs right now, man? I know the ladies are reaching out, you know, marry me, Connor, you know, what's what's going on there? <laughs> uh,
1: I, I don't know. I, I, I don't think, um, it's not as active as I would like it to be, but uh, Ladies, but reach out, you hey, hey, say hey, what's up, hey, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm focused on racing, that's it. That's, okay. that's all I got. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, in the end, it's funny you mention that, like, it is cool, like, yes, like, I would love to, you know, have this incredible, you know, I'm sure Travis Kelsey's DMs are fire right now, great, incredible ginger beard guy, I'm sort of ginger myself, <laughs> um, but, uh, but like, we don't, we're not going to be at that level of an NBA player, an NFL player, you know, during the month of May, maybe we're close y'all
0: approach it yeah because this whole city turns over for, sure, for indie yeah. park yeah and for it's sure. a lot
1: of fun and we know that that month of may is like hey that's the month of may like we're gonna, this is gonna be an incredible party it's gonna be an incredible experience and it's gonna be all capped off by race weekend but like we're literally on track 21 of 24 days like in that three-week period so like mm, okay we, we can't do much like other than our job, right? Which is totally cool. Like I, I love that cuz it's it's fun to be a part of. Um but yeah, like I I am I just I'm so focused on just trying to be a racing driver mm-hmm. that like all that other stuff, you know, the 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 DMs or the relationships or whatever, you know, it's like all right, I'm i'm okay not necessarily having that right now because like okay. i want to be a racing driver for a really long time you know what i mean right yeah, right right cool and you know you can have fun every now and then off season's long which is kind of you know kind of funny but um but yeah man just all all fully fully trying to de- be dedicated to you know the job at hand
0: like that answer even like the way that it came all like came full circle like that's super super respectable and that is um the mindset of a true athlete a true professional but there is a lot of people that don't think that race car drivers are athletes they think that they are uh very skilled operators or something like that um i wanted to get your perspective your take on race car nascar drivers indy car drivers being professional athletes what do you think
1: um well it's it's super black and white for us like if you actually you know look at it and you know we 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 train like triathletes every day and and there are a couple drivers that are triathletes and i just got this whoop band that i wear now and that i i just got for christmas and i plan on wearing it in the car for the first time next week but my teammate wore it uh you know, it tracks obviously your heart rate and stuff like that and what's mm-hmm. going on. And, um, you know, just at a test day, uh, he burned 6,000 calories in the day, just from driving, you know, just from sort of a practice day. Um, so we, we've we got, you know, our, our sport has the highest sustained heart rate, only comparable to competitive cyclists at the Tour de France for a long period of time. So we're we're at that level at maximum output for two to three hours. Right. Um, and, and people don't realize that because they like, what you see is very smooth and it can be very smooth
0: right that's how it looks on tv but i know in the car the heart rate gotta be you getting yeah, close to those corners and, and
1: you know the ovals are obviously really different than the road courses and the street courses like when we're in the on the street races you know there's 14 to 20 turns and, and we're always you know we're hitting the brake pedal with 1600 psi pressure every single time and you do that seven to ten times a lap and you multiply that by 90 laps you know there's there's a lot that, that happens with your leg you oh, gotta do your so squats it's, it's it's full on it's it's everything you know we don't have power steering um so you know go out and try and turn your car when it's off with the steering it's very heavy um you know that's what that's what we have you know, we we have no power steering no driver aids no assists at all um so it, it's it's full-on attack on on every part of your body um and that's why you know we, we love to get people in the indycar two-seater as well like we have a two-seater indycar that like mario andretti drives and some other people drive because people start to get in there and they're like wow not only are you in this three-layer fireproof suit and it's potentially like 150 degrees in the car you're,
0: see, you're, I didn't you, even know that. Yeah, that's exactly. crazy.
1: Like, so you're, we're, we're losing. Last year at the Indy 500, or two years ago, I lost 11 pounds in one race. In the race. So it's <laughs> you know, what? You, you're sweating so much, and you're at such a maximum output. That's that's why, until you tell people about it, they don't they don't know because it's it's just again we're on that sort of smaller scale of sports. Mm-hmm. Like you can see NFL players and NBA players like running their freaking faces yeah. off, like doing everything they can to you know be the best they can be. But for us. Ours is all contained, and mm-hmm. ours is all you know inside. And, and we'll get out of the car. Our hands are bleeding, elbows are bleeding, like stuff like that, because you're going through so much. Wow! But you don't see it unless you're mm-hmm. you know below the you know below the uh the outsider's perspective.
0: So man, so first of all, you just introduced me to so many different things that I had never even thought about. That kind of factors into being a racer, or when you just kind of traveling at those top speeds, but. While we on that topic, I mean, how do you control like you're drilling on the track? And is there anything even now, because I know you've been racing for a long time. Is there anything that still scares you when you out there going that fast and hitting those (laughs) corners like that, man?
1: Well, I mean, you you never drive in fear because then you'd be going too slow. So it's it's okay. one of those things where, you know, the, we know it's dangerous. We know that you know you you know the, the the potential for death is obviously there. Like that's that's what makes it exciting for me. That's what makes the adrenaline, um, you know, the adrenaline is like a drug. It's very much like a drug. Like mm-hmm. that feeling that you get when you're at the limit of life and death is why I love the sport. You know, that's why mm-hmm. I like to go out and qualify for the Indy. Qualifying for the Indy 500 is one of the hardest things you could ever do because. You are literally, you know, on that life or death type of limit, and and that's what's exciting about it, and that's what we're trying to like. Hopefully, as we get more and more technology, we can kind of convey that more to fans or people watching at home. Um, but uh, but yeah, the adrenaline, the mental side of it, you you work on that. You know for the 18 years that you've done it right when you're in go-karts you have a different level of control when you're at race cars you've learned from all the years in go-karts now you're at a different level of mental capacity and then Mm -hmm. each year each race every lap you're learning something new so you're learning more and more all the time and um and that's you know it's just it's who can master it as fast as possible or who can learn the most and apply that as quick as possible
0: i think too one of the dopest things that people don't think about when it comes to indie car racing or NASCAR racing is how the teams work, right? So you're on a team, but you have teammates that you may be competing against yeah. in that same race. Um, are there any, or uh, there ever any like um, times where you get into it with a teammate, or there's more friction or tension? versus oh man i want you to win just because i need to win too so like how do you all manage that relationship
1: well i think i think you just it's it's one of those things that with your teammates you got to realize that hey you're going to be in the building with them you know Mm -hmm. all year long um it's it's one of those things that you you got to be respectful and no matter what like we're as drivers in general i think we have to be respectful because our lives are in each other's hands in general you know Mm -hmm. what i mean um, and, but, but yeah, I mean, last year, heck I was, I was with Andretti Autosport for two races and I had five teammates, you know, I had Alex Rossi, Marco Andretti, Ryan Hunter Ray, Zach Veach, like a lot of, a lot of really good drivers. And you know, I had to coming together with Marco Andretti at the last race. It was my teammate. And I was like, it was one of those things where if it was another driver, I probably would have, you know, continued to move him out of the way and then be okay with it. But I sort of took, took one for the team and, and sort of had to avoid a situation that could have been bad for him, um, but because he was my teammate and also my boss's son, Um, But it was it was one of those situations where um, I think no matter what teammates, you got to respect a little bit more. You got to be careful around them because the worst possible thing you can do in racing is take out your teammate
0: And I was just about about that. That was my next question. It's very
1: expensive for the team and it just it just doesn't look good. And everyone everyone hates it.
0: Has that happened, though? Have you seen like a teammate? take another teammate out oh first of all have you done it
1: no i thankfully i've I've never been in any really team teammate altercations um but i've seen it happen i mean i've seen people you know fight for a win and and you know they're even in 2017 a couple years ago in a race i finished fifth but the two guys fighting for the lead were two penske teammates Roger Penske's team, and and they they did hit each other. Now, they didn't crash. Mm -hmm. One of them won, and one of them ended up finishing third, but, like, it took one from the lead to third, and it was a big big controversy because, you know, they were banging wheels a little bit. But um, it does happen because, in the end, you're only out there for yourself. Like, it doesn't matter what it is. You have to do the best for yourself. Um, Mm -hmm. It's just can you get there without, you know, ruffling any feathers? Yeah.
0: (laughs) So, all right, let's talk about people that are not your teammates. Connor, how many people have you ran off the road?
1: Well, see, you can't really. I mean, I I don't think (laughs) I've run anyone off the road, but it's just, it's so hard because racing, you're judged so aggressively as well. Like if you crash or if you're, if you are running people off the road, like it's, it's so easy to get a bad reputation. And it's so hard to, you know, sustain employment that like you want to have everything going right for you. So you, don't, there are guys that do that. Like there are guys that are known for, you know, being overly aggressive or, or, or having those crashes. And, and thankfully, I don't think I'm one of those guys. Um, but uh, but yeah, it's, it's something that you always got to be careful of because for sure it would be easy to go out there and try and be just 1% overly aggressive. But that could equal something that, you know, a year later it's like yikes now now you don't have a ride at all
0: and then you're because of potentially that
1: one moment so you
0: always got to be thinking ahead for sure so for people that are interested in like getting into racing and they and let's just say for example they out here in indiana um i guess like how, how how would they get involved or where do they start
1: I mean, honestly, we've got some great go kart tracks here. I mean, we've got um, we've got Speedway Indoor Karting, or just in Speedway Indianapolis, like or Speedway Indiana, just literally right across from the track. Sarah Fisher, she runs that place. She was an incredible race car driver herself. Um, it's a great place just to go and just start driving. You can go as a kid. You can go when you're younger than ten. You can go at twenty-five. You know, so. Mm-hmm. Um, and 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 fast times as well on the north side of I've Keystone. Been to fast, times. fast times is a great town. I mean, those places are literally where you can start to get a feel for you know what driving is like. And there are people there who will recognize, okay, hey, I can help you here, help you there. And then you know if you want to graduate to the next level, you got Newcastle Motorsport Park, sort of on the way to Columbus, Ohio, off okay. just off of seventy. Um, And and that's like where I started like real go kart racing, and they they have great people there as well. So and in Whiteland, Indiana, there's actually that track has just been redone. It's an outdoor track. It's great. Um, So there are places where you can go and get a feel for something. I mean, go karts are still like we still use go karts today. Like and I didn't even yeah I
0: didn't know this. I thought go karts was probably like a joke no it still
1: is you know something that you can use to kind of keep your um just keep your mind in the right place because you're still trying to make a vehicle go as fast as possible Mm -hmm. and the go car now the go cars that i'm driving now are are very fast and like if they're out they're only out of newcastle not these smaller indoor places but like but they're also really physically tough, too, because again, no power steering, no assist, like you're throwing your body around, you're just, there's no suspension. So you're just literally taking all that in your ribs and your abs, like everything in the core. So there's, so it's a really good training program, too. Mm-hmm. But but again, if you go go-karting go at fast times, you do two or three sessions, you'll be tired because it is it is hard. Like if you're going fast enough, you'll wear yourself out. So it is, um, you know, it is fun for us. I like it because it's driving something and it's mm-hmm. there are no speed limits. So that's helpful because there are speed limits on 465 yeah and you they can are. get a lot of practice in for uh for the Indy 500 there so it's right fun.
0: they you will go to jail yeah. in indiana we're trust we're me <laughs> yeah, they're taking you in so um is there anybody like in the sport that you look up to right now or who inspires you to perform on the highest level like you do man
1: well i think there were guys, you know, like mm-hmm. when I was growing up, you know, it was the Dan Weldon, Thomas Schechter, um, you know, guys, Sam Hornish Jr. Guys that were like really good champions, Indy 500 champions, race winners, um, and and you know now like I'm competing against a lot of those guys. Right, you know, That's like what last I year in. I started right alongside Elio Castroneves, mm-hmm. and I was like, man, I watched this guy win all all of his Indy 500s. You know what I mean? So um it's cool to be competing against those guys i think still though you know the guys like scott dixon i mean scott dixon was you know he's five-time indycar champion and he was racing when i was a kid but he's still racing and he's still competitive every weekend i mean he's the best in the sport i mean he's the guy who you want to be um but yeah it's, it's 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 just trying to be better every day it's trying to be like a guy like scott dixon or guys that have been through the sport like you know like dan weldon um I mean, my gosh, that's that's probably the best one that you could have. Dario Franchini, so many other guys. Um, and, and yeah, I mean, I like to look up to those guys, but I also now think that, like, I'm in this sport. So, like, I want to be a guy that hopefully people yes. will look up to eventually, you
0: know? Right, right, right. Eventually— Be good enough to be that guy. And when you getting better and better at your craft like that eventually, and this is something that you want, you want your idols to eventually become your rivals. and Exactly, then, yeah. But in, with that being said, though— those are people that you may look up to and be inspired by um who do you have beef with in the sport like who is <laughs> like man i don't like that dude or maybe nah, he hit me once I, <laughs> I don't mean, know there's,
1: there's a few guys i mean there's
0: a few, guys <laughs> oh, it's a few of guys, us you know. I mean, name them uh, call them yeah, out
1: the french no <laughs> <laughs> no i think i think it's it's tough like sebastian Bourdais, is a french driver he's he, he's gonna be driving a few races this year but like he's really difficult to race against i don't i don't like what he does in in just in general but he's very good he's like he's multi-time champion he's very good um there's this other young guy santino ferrucci i i just don't like him look he's a he's a good driver uh he did very well last year in his rookie year we're going to be competing again this year but just not a fan so that's fine um and then but i don't know other than that we have like we have a lot of good people in the sport right there are a lot of new drivers this year though so like there are Mm -hmm. a lot of rookies a lot of like young guys um, and a lot of new people that I have never raced against before, so, so this year will be um, you know, will be really interesting, it'll be, it'll be different, and, mm-hmm. uh, and that'll be cool, you know, we're our first everyone all together as a series, you know, our first kind of preseason training in baseball terms is next week in Austin, Texas, okay. um, and so that'll be sort of the first time everyone can see how everyone else is doing. And then our first race is, is March, March 14 15 weekend in, uh, in St. Pete, Florida.
0: So March 14th, make sure you all mark your calendars. That's going to be the... Okay, NBC. <laughs> National television. television. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. So mark your calendars. That's the first race. But just to switch gears a little bit, Connor, when you're not racing... You know, how do you like to spend your time or what are you getting into when you're not on the track?
1: I mean, I, I like to go out like anyone else. I mean, I like to, you know, I'll, I'll go out in Indy all the time, try and, you know, go to go downtown and stay downtown because uh, it's close to my house. But, uh, <laughs> but I, I love music. I love um, love the whole EDM scene. Uh, in another life, I wish I could be a DJ. Um, it but, might be
0: time uh, for that still. NASCAR. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I don't right? have the
1: brain power for it. But... Um, but yeah, I love love music a lot. Love live live music. That's that's a lot of fun. Um, and then just anything sporty. I mean, I love to go to Pacer games. Love to go mm-hmm. to football games. I mean, even even Indy Eleven. You know, MLS or any, anything MLS. I mean, I know Indy is not MLS, but I just love live sports and and seeing people kind of perform at the highest level. I think that's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I just I just like to do fun stuff. I just like to do you know anything for an adrenaline rush. Anything for you know to to just have a good time i i don't want to be sitting at home if i'm sitting at home i'm like i don't know i, I should be doing something right, i should be right. doing something to be better or like to to just do something that that would be exciting or that would be exciting for other people like if you know if i'm like i have obviously i'm obviously trying to create a brand so like how am i going to try and create something that's going to be entertaining for the people that you know follow me as well
0: so Also, just kind of staying in that same lane, like when you're off the track, I kind of asked this already out out of content or out of order more than anything, because I asked you about your DMs already. But like, do you have like um, a girlfriend or a wife or like a family? Like what's going on on that side of Connor Daly's life?
1: um yeah i mean just family like That's no, friend, no wife
0: obviously uh but yeah the family uh family
1: lives on the north side i mean i they've always been here um which is great so uh so yeah i just try to um try to go see them every now and then but it's funny because mm-hmm. like i have three younger brothers but like everyone's almost you know everyone's older than i my my youngest brother is like 17 mm-hmm. but everyone else is like over 21 so like everyone is like we're all adults now we're trying you know they're they've got jobs like i've I've got a job. And like, so we're all busy. So we don't, you know, we see each other at Christmas, right? You see each other at like birthdays right. and holidays, right? But it's, it's, uh, it's, you appreciate the time now more than anything. But yeah, no girlfriend yet. I've uh, been trying for a while, but you know, it's been tough. So,
0: so. well, I mean, my, my, my guy, Connor, is a bachelor uh, lady. So again, hit that DM and, uh, you know, try your, try your odds, try your luck. You know what I'm saying? Um, so we talked about a lot of different things, Connor. Um in 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 racing, who is on your Mount Rushmore? Best races?
1: It's <laughs> a great question. Uh Mario Andretti, AJ Foyt, mm. um
0: Connor Daly.
1: Hopefully me. Yeah. All right, all right. Uh, <laughs> I would put Dan Weldon up there. Um and I mean Aaron Senna, if you're looking at Formula One as well, and Michael Schumacher. So, like, probably those, like, all those guys are pretty pretty heroic individuals. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'd like to be on there someday. But I'm certainly going to be up there for having a great time with with life in general. So that's, that's what I'm trying to do.
0: Well, I'll say this, man. Um... I I don't personally know the most about race car driving and like the 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 guys that I'm thinking of like all right, uh, Jeff Gordon and yeah. these all these older See, guys that wasn't guy, it yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. but Jeff
1: Gordon would be up there for sure but or or Dale Earnhardt Jeff Gordon yeah, yeah yeah yeah
0: but I'll, I'll say this um, like with the knowledge about racing that I do have and knowing those guys like. I feel like since I've connected with you, even before the interview today, like you're a super cool guy. Thanks, I got to watch some like some highlights and do my research and, and you on my Mount Rushmore Thanks, for man. race car drivers, for sure, bro. The funny
1: thing about what you say though, is like we, like IndyCar in general, like when, when people think racing, like people that aren't exposed to it all the time, we're trying to basically convert that thought of like, everyone thinks of NASCAR drivers right off the bat, right? Right, and, try,
0: and I already you know. Try, and
1: like, Convert that to where it's like, yes, we know Jeff Gordon, Dale Earnhardt, all that stuff. But like, we also want to try and be like, all right, we we know that NASCAR is in a bigger spot than we are right now for sure. Because like we, when Indy IndyCar actually had like this big split like in the middle mid 2000s, mm-hmm. uh, actually in the late 90s, and then it came back together only in the mid 2000s, like 2008. So um, so we're like recovering from like basically having like a dispersal of our fans. So like we're on our way back like the tv ratings are going up like nascar is going down slightly and so we're we're trying to hopefully eventually get that crossover to where it's like indycar is then really back on the map the indy 500 is still the biggest event in the world no matter by what by far but yeah. we want to we want people to know that there are also 16 other races that we're doing and like those are also very important as well so we're getting there and we're
0: going to hopefully switch that you know, no that's super that's super important yeah. because i even know like I, I said NASCAR a few times mistakenly, yeah. but IndyCar is what we're doing in Indianapolis. Yeah, Let's yeah. be very clear. I
1: NASCAR so like I, yeah. I, it's,
0: it's all good. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. But, uh, man, I really appreciate you coming up to the to the uh, spot today to sit down and talk to me and talk to the people about what you got going on. But tell everybody where they can follow you, your movement, um, the team, all of that stuff. Man.
1: Yeah, so we're, I'm, I'm at Daly 22 on, on everything, Instagram, Twitter, uh, Twitch as well. Um, and then I have an official Facebook page as well uh there's the only one that's verified so find that one um wow. but yeah there's uh, i mean come down to the races come say hi you know driving for red carbon racing i'm in the 20 car our car is gonna be a different number for the indy 500 i can't say what it is yet but still the same team um and the same sponsor with the u.s air force so
0: yeah all right man well ladies and gentlemen there you have it mr connor Daly. i appreciate you coming man thank you thanks a lot thank you bro no yes that's right.